Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Good afternoon. It's Saturday. My name is Matt White and this is Simon Bins. Hello. That was quite a, a nice introduction I gave you a thought. It was nice, actually, and it took me slightly by surprise. Did it? Mm. Okay. Um, we do this every Saturday. This is where Excess Manchester and City Life get together, and we just talk about things going on in Manchester. We do, don't we? We just go on about stuff. Just bang on about oh, stuff. relentlessly. Um, I've made a conscious effort this week to not talk about myself as much. That will last about eight minutes. I bet you it doesn't. Watch me over the next couple of hours, and every time you tell stuff about yourself, I'll just go, oh, that's very interesting. There is, there is no chance of that happening, because I already know that you're going to show off about one particular thing that happened this week that <laughs> oh, made me very, very angry. For now, though, we're going to talk about the Manchester Food and Drink Festival. It happens in September, October. Yeah, yeah. And a big part of that is the uh, awards, which happen at the end of it. They have a big awards dinner where the best and brightest of Manchester's food scene are crowned. I am going to fall at the first hurdle here, Simon, because mm. uh, for the last eight years I've hosted those awards. Yeah, you have, haven't you? You, yeah. don't, you don't do a bad job, actually, as it goes. Well, do you know what? I'll take that, Simon. <laughs> yeah. And I normally have a front row seat, so I... I like the awards, dude, because I get a front row seat to watch you sweat intensely and be very nervous and, and control the crowd of 300 people who are, how do we say? Levered. They're to have a good taste. They're levered. They're there Here's to have the a thing. nice time, it's aren't they? It's 300 chefs and waiters and waitresses and bar owners. It's a mess. Who, who never get a night off. No. So when they do on this Monday, they get battered. And it's all, the thing is that you, you eat and drink first and then you do the awards, which is you know the four or five bottles of wine in by the time you come on. I'm four or five bottles of wine in before I go on. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. Um, so, yeah, so that's the gala dinner. They've just announced the nominees for this year's awards, which we will get to in just a moment. This is what we call a tease. Is it? This is so it gets people coming back listening after uh, the song. Good. City Life on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. I'm Matt White. This is Excess Manchester. I'm with Simon Bins from City Life magazine. The uh, award nominations for the Manchester Food and Drink Awards have just been announced this week. Uh, we they have, dropped. That's they what people dropped. say now. They dropped. People do say that. Mm. Uh, you've got some of them in front of you. Yeah, so there's a lot of awards. I think it's like 18 dished out. But the big ones are always uh, restaurant, bar, chef, pub. 
yep. I suppose. And it kind of reminds you what a good place Manchester's food and drink scene is in, actually, when you look down the list. Newcomer, especially over the years, has been a really big category because we've had so many over the years. But restaurant, you've got the likes of Adam Reed, the French, Rabbit in the Moon, where the light gets in, Umizushi, Sugo, Levanta. Quite different restaurants there, Matthew, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. My tip for this um, is Uma. Umasushi. Yeah, well, I, I, if I may show off for just one second. I knew it. Here it comes. Uh, I went for lunch there with Jay Rayner uh, not long back when he reviewed it for The Guardian, yeah. and he was very impressed. Well, it's great, and it's kind of one of those little, it's a secret almost. I don't think that many people, or more people know now, but this it's is going to find. This is going to make it go astronomical. Yeah, I think so. They're opening another unit over the road as well to do a slightly different thing, but. Yeah, it's, it's one of Manchester's hidden food gems. I like it a lot. Um, casual dining is yeah. another good category with... It's the thing with Manchester. You, if you look beyond the kind of big restaurants and in inverted commas, there's some great stuff there. Bundabust, uh, Sugo, Porter in Altrincham, Tapas, fantastic. Albert Schloss, Elnicott and Levanta. Again, a real kind of mix of location and styles of food and places that aren't going to cost you a fortune. That's a really strong category. I like... I like Sugo for that one. Do you? Mm, I do. Yeah, I like Sugo. Hey, great pasta. Hey, great pasta. As I always say. Um, Well, listen, if you want to know more, if you want to see the full list and how you can get involved and all the great stuff that they've got going on as well, let's not forget that. Yeah, go to the Manchester Evening News website, click on the What's On bit, it's all there for you. Okay. You're listening to Access Manchester. That's Simon. I'm Matt. Uh, Coming up very soon, we're going to be talking about Mr. Johnny Marr. Yeah, you are. Why aren't you? (laughs) Because you didn't meet him and I did. Yeah. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. It's Excess Manchester, I'm Matt. That was the automatic. This is Simon Bins from City Life. I am. Um, Mate, do you know who came in here the other day? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Do you know why I do? Because I've seen it all over everyone who works here's Instagram account, including yours. Stop being so bitter. What's the matter with you? I'm just really pleased for you, mate. Right. Johnny Marr (laughs) came into Excess Manchester to Mm. talk to Clint Boone about his new album, about some stuff he's got going on. Yeah, he's a cool dude, though. A couple of people had a photo. Couple? What? Five of us. Five? Yeah, five, mate. Mm. I can tell you exactly who they were. Yeah. Five. Was he... I mean, I've seen him from afar, and I've had a very brief encounter with him, but go on. Was he Was he everything you wanted to be? Oh, he was absolutely mega. I mean, reminiscent of Doc Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> His hair is looking extremely lustrous these days. Do you know what? Johnny Marr... He's just a cool dude. Johnny Marr. Yeah, he's good. I, I kind of saw him on, on a video talking about him and Morrissey this week about, oh, you know, things change over 30 years and you wouldn't necessarily choose to be mates with people who don't agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him on a video. Mm. Oh, I was with him. Oh, you didn't mention that, mate. Well, right. do you know what? I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> do you know what? Do you want my Johnny Marr story then? Because we are obviously no deeply competitive in our, um, I'll call it a friendship. So last summer, yeah. Manchester National Festival launched due. Uh, part of it was the True Faith exhibition. Do you remember that? All the new odd stuff was really cool. Johnny Marr was there. I was like, oh, Johnny Marr. Uh, he was chatting to loads of Smiths fans. And then you had to kind of, you got called downstairs for speeches, speeches, got downstairs, right, fine. Everyone gets in the lift, pals downstairs. Last two people to get in the lift are me and Johnny Marr. He right. comes from one side of the room, I come from the other. Me and Johnny Marr in the lift, right, glass lift. Go down in silence. I'm slightly freaking out because it's Johnny Marr. And as we get down, you can just see the sea of heads of people in the room. You think, oh, when we get out of the lift, everyone's going to turn around, aren't they, and have a look. So I said, who's going to get out of the lift first? It's going to be a bit awkward, isn't it? And he went, I don't know, who's got the best shoes on? And he looked at my shoes and looked at his shoes and went, I mean, it's pretty even. And so I went, because I couldn't think of anything to say and I panicked. And I just went, which one of us is Johnny Marr? And he went, well, that's me. 
And then the doors open and he walks out. Wow. Is that your story? <laughs> Is that it? It's a good story. Is that it, honestly? It's a story. There's yeah. no more to it? No. It was a vignette. Okay. More great stories. <laughs> <laughs> more great stories like that on the way on Excess Manchester. Thank you, Simon. Let's the City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. This is Excess Manchester. Simon Bins from City Life is here. Hello, Simon. Hi, how are we? Uh, we are all right. I think we are, aren't we? Yeah, uh, yeah. we're talking about us together. Yeah, Good. we are. Um, one of the things I like, Simon, is free booze. <laughs> you do love it, don't you? Oh, mate, if there's free booze, I'll go anywhere. I see you hanging around various places well, in the vain hope that there might be some free booze. Hang around and get about. invited. It looks like hanging around. Well, I'm invited. But I will turn up to free booze. Uh, you've got a story about someone that's given away a lot of free booze. Yeah, so it's two quite nice stories. I'm on this one. New music venue in Manchester, always a good thing. Yep. And loads of free booze, which is also a good thing. Uh, it's called Yes. 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 Where do you want to go, Matt? Yes. What? Yes. What? I can see that name being a problem. Yeah, it's a funny name. However, it's a cool building. Uh, it used to be an auctioneer's house near the Lassagari pub, where the BBC used to be just off Oxford Road. I know Road. exactly what you mean, mate. Yeah. Four floors. Uh, now Wave have taken it on. Food, drink, live music, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be really, really cool. But when they launch in September, September the 20th, they're going to give away 5,000 free drinks across the weekend. How's it working, do you know? What, in terms of how do you get your free drink? Yeah, how do I get 5,000? You you turn up and then presumably you get a stamp or you go to the bar and you get a free drink. And when they're gone, they're gone. We'll go, won't we? (laughs) We'll go. We'll be there at 9am on the Saturday, probably. But they also claim... Heard that their beer, generally going forward, will be two ninety five a pint, thus making it one of the cheapest beers in the city. Even on like gig nights and stuff, all the time. Because you go out now, man. You go to a gig, you'll pay like at the Apollo like, over a fiver a pint. Five fifty for a disappointing warm plastic cup of Carlsberg. However, I like drinking out of a plastic cup. Do you? It means you're somewhere. I think it's. I find it beneath me. <laughs> Me. I've seen you drink out of a shoe. Yeah, that's true. Drink out of my bare hands if I need to. City Life on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Colin, the engineer here, mm. uh, and he was just going mental about pot. Like he hates. He was going, I hate pot. How, how can you hate pot? Like it was a passionate hate as well. It wasn't just like a passing contempt. It was like he was no. violently descriptive about what he'd like to do to Cocker. They're one of those bands where I think I'm not, you know, I'm not a massive fan. I don't love them, but then I look through my record collection. I've got every album. Yeah, I love Pulp. Yeah. Success Manchester. I'm Matt. This is Simon. Hi. Uh, Simon, by the way, is from City Life. I am that. Uh, yeah, I look after all the entertainment content with Manchester Evening News catches on a Friday in print or everywhere else all the time on the internet and stuff. Or indeed on the radio every Saturday from two where we just get together and talk about stuff that's going on in Manchester. Uh, we're going to play some Morrissey in just a moment. So that leads us quite nicely to talk about these gigs that are going to happen. Yeah, so he's booked in to play two gigs uh, next weekend, 7th and 8th, Saturday, Sunday, in Castlefield Bowl, which is kind of in the middle of this big Sounds of the City run of gigs, which is all very nice and summery and cool. But on the Sunday night, on the second night, um, there's also an event which uh, Dave Haslam, ex-Hacienda mm. DJ, is putting on, and former friend of Morrissey, I suppose. They used to get on quite well. Uh, and it's kind of a, a, a peaceful protest party uh, against Morrissey's Somewhat divisive political views, I think, is how they're building it. It's called One Nation Under Groove. It's kind of the old yellow night that Dave used to at the boardwalk many years ago. Um, and that's on Dean's Get Locks, uh, 12, no, 3 till 12, on Sunday. Morrissey fans welcome. But it, but it's an, it's an anti-Morrissey. They're having a disco yeah. to show their dislike of Morrissey. Yeah, because Morrissey's views recently have possibly lent towards the right and I think Dave's views lean towards the left. So somewhere in between is a disco. 
that's that was, that's kind of how that's it's how we and that's how you're you're pitching this. So I, yes, I've just pitched it now. So if you like Morrissey, mm. get down to Castlefield Bowl. Yeah. If you hate him, <laughs> go about 200 yards away. If Dave says, you know, Manchester is our home. It's a city built on immigration, a city with a legacy of great bands and great clubs and love and hope and people come together and strangers fit in and all that kind of stuff, which is something that, you know, perhaps Morrissey hasn't uh, supported hugely over the last year or two. So there you go. That's that. Tactfully done. Thanks. You avoided saying anything derogatory about I, Morrissey. I am well trained in the law. Because he will sue he you, He has tried to sue the Manchester Union News, not once but twice. Yeah, let's not make it a third. Please, I cannot afford that. What do you say, mate? You hate Morrissey? Well, didn't see he wrote it down just then on the paper. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Binns. I used to really like Embrace and Danny McNamara. Mm. Uh, worked with Danny McNamara for oh, a little right, while. Chill out. Um, but I won't, you know, I won't go into that story. But I saw them at the uh, Manchester Arena a couple of Christmases ago. Well, no, about ten years ago. And they did a, a cover version <laughs> of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. That seems like the unlikeliest cover version <gasps> Embrace would ever do. There was like 12,000 men just being sick into yeah, their pint glasses. It was, oh. I, see, I, I like Embrace. I saw them uh, a few months ago at the Ritz and they were dead good. And when me and Rachel get married next year, mm. I think we might be walking down the aisle to an Embrace song. Oh, really? Mm. My, um... Am I invited to this wedding, mate? Oh, I think you're busy, mate, so we didn't really write one for well, you. Well, when is it? When is it? I can... Next September. Oh, we just yeah. assumed you'd be doing something. Yeah, I might be. Daytime and evening. Sexist Manchester, by the way, in case I didn't mention it. My name's Matt, this is Simon. Uh, we do this every Saturday. We talk about just stuff that's going on in Manchester. And in just one moment, after we've heard the brand new one from the Arctic Monkeys... City Life on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Binns. I'm Matt, this is Simon, you're listening to Excess Manchester. Uh, one of the big stories, musical stories this week was the announcement of, I think, the biggest gig so far of the Slow Readers Club. Definitely their yeah. biggest gig, I think. I mean, they supported James at Castlefield Bowl, but this is their own gig. Uh, they announced it a few days ago. Manchester Apollo. Manchester Apollo. Proper she... gig, that, isn't it? I think... The Apollo, I mean, easily my favourite venue in Manchester, but yeah. one of my favourite venues in the whole country, I think. It's mega in there. It's really good. Well, it's quite nice for us because uh, the City Life Award-winning venue of the year plays host to the City Life Award-winning Breakthrough Artist of the Year. It happens on December the 14th. I feel like a proud parent, Matthew. Well, it seems to me like you're trying to take credit for both the venue and the band, Simon. I don't know. I'm Only not, you could do something I'm not like saying that. there's a link between us giving them an award and them, them both being brilliant. I'm just saying it's a nice coincidence to have, isn't it? I like the Slow Readers Club. I like them very much. And what I like about them is they always seem incredibly um, grateful and humble and they're grafters. They've been working at it for donkey's years. You know, before that, they were Omerta. And uh, they just kept going. I like that. They're kind of like the electronic elbow, aren't they? They are. And, uh, you know, Aaron just rang me up there, didn't he? Before we started doing this little link. Stop making it about you. He rang us up uh, to have a little chat about the gig and all that. And that's great. I'm, I'm dead pleased for him. They did a great gig uh, with Excess uh, Manchester. Thank you. On top of 20 stories. Who organised that? Organized was that? Was that? Oh, it was me, wasn't it? I Your saw... team organised it. Well, I think you're fine. I did that single-handedly, mate. <laughs> yeah, you could You could tell as well. I was so hoping it would rain, but it actually stayed quite nice. And it was a successful event. Uh, but they've, they've been getting themselves out there, haven't they? They'll, they'll go and they'll gig and they'll graft. And uh, it's nice to see them getting some proper success. Yeah, really. good old Slow Readers Club. Should we listen to them? Oh, yeah, can okay. we? Okay. And this is my favourite, in fact. This is Lunatic. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Binns. Excess Manchester, Saturday afternoon. Hello, my name's Matt, this is Simon Binns. Hello. We are colleagues. Mm, now we are, somehow. 
Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? You're not my boss, though. Let's well, just well, make that absolutely clear. I mean, I don't like to ram this home, but I am the <laughs> boss of XS Manchester, which makes me your boss. Yeah, that makes me someone who's been parachuted in to save your ailing career. Well, you don't have to be here, mate. I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> For the best all around. Um, tell you what I've been doing a lot of recently. What, mate? I've been watching... The football, because I love the football. Have you been watching the football? Well, let me tell you this, Simon. I've got World Cup fever. It doesn't look like it. It looks like you're, you're straining to, to keep it at bay a little bit, really. I don't like football. You don't, do you? No, I, I really don't like football, man. I just don't, I don't like football. Um, but my son, who's now eight, was picking up on this. And he wasn't going to play football with his mates in the park. He wasn't joining the football club after school. And so I asked him why he wasn't getting involved with his mates. And he said... We don't like football, do we, Daddy? We prefer tennis. Oh, I never want to hear a son of mine say those words. But it broke my heart because he was just echoing what he knew I thought and he just wanted to be like his dad, which is sweet, but I thought, oh, he's, he's turning him away from his friends and away yeah. from football. So I made a conscious effort to pretend to absolutely <laughs> love the football. I've been coming home with football <laughs> stickers, scarves on. You haven't got a clue, have you? Saying things like, oi, oi. Come on, boys. Come on, the boys. So how much football have you watched this week? I've watched every single seven o'clock game (laughs) that there's been. And my God, it's too much. But I've had to pretend I like it for him. There's another couple of weeks this, mate. Um, What has been good is that uh, throughout the week, though, we've managed to play on XS New Order, World in Motion. Mm. And that, for me, is the best thing about football. Greatest football song ever. Not Three Lions. That's rubbish. Is it? Yeah. It's not rubbish. You don't even know what it is. Three Lions? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Sing it. Three lines. That's exactly why um, your son will end up playing tennis. You have, uh, and I use this phrase loosely, a very interesting <laughs> story to tell about free light um, world in motion. I do. Uh, it's not being written by me, hence it is interesting. Diane Bond spoke to Peter Hook uh, about the kind of the behind the scenes story of how they came to make New Order. It's as kind of ragbag and as funny as you would expect it from that band, I suppose. Okay, mm. we'll do that in a bit. This is what we call a cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, can't wait to hear it. I can it. feel the tension. Not tension, mate. <laughs> City Life on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. It's a Saturday afternoon with me, Matt White, and Simon Bins. This is where two forces collide. Excess team up with City Life. An irresistible uh, force. An irresistible force, mate. Beautiful. Meets, meets the immovable object. We should oh, we should tweet that. Should we? Yeah. Okay. Um Simon, yep. I've got World Cup fever. <laughs> you have, haven't you? Look, it's all over your face. I love the World Cup. I love the football. Um, out in a rash. I especially love, and this bit's genuine, okay. I especially love World in Motion. Yeah, the, the greatest thing about all World Cups is that World in Motion gets kind of pushed back out again every four years. It was made during Italia 90, arguably the best World Cup ever. I think definitely. If you're um, a good fan. For me, yeah. Mexico 86 is the first time I remember... Therefore, it's the most exciting. But as an England fan, I was 14. It's how you It was amazing. With PK. Remember PK? It just had, it just had everything. It's how you Gascoigne's tears. Amazing goals. World in motion. So, we spoke to Pete Hook this week. And he kind of gave us the behind-the-scenes tale of how they came to make uh, World in Motion. Which is, it's just, it's such a good story. Which kind of starts with Tony Wilson hobnobbing with uh, FA execs and stuff. And the press guy comes up to him and goes... Oh, you've got a load of Manchester bands. I, I love music. Uh, we should make a World Cup song. Wilson says, well, who do you want? And this guy says, oh, I love New Order. Is that last New Order then? And they said yes. Because <laughs> it was the kind of thing that they knew they shouldn't really do. So they did it. And that's what they were famous for doing, stuff yeah. that they shouldn't really do. Yeah, if something's a bit kind of, oh, you don't want to do that. They just went and embraced it. Got Keith Allen in, who was as mad as a box of frogs, by all accounts. Even kind of, even rock and roll stars won't go out partying with him. He was that mad. And then... 
you got to get the players in. So because the players weren't that keen on World Cup records because most of them had been rubbish, only a handful <laughs> turned up. So you had Peter Beardsley, uh, Steve McMahon, Des Walker, John Barnes, right? He then later became famous for the rap. You know the rap. Of course I do. you got to hold and give and give and go give. Exactly that one, mate. That's the that's the very, very one. So they did that. They canned it. And then when it came to like, right, well, can we do a bit more? Can we do a bit more? All the other players were like, no, I've got to go. got to get off. All right, well, what's up? What you oh, we've got to go and open a, a top man in Middlesbrough. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll. So it nearly have happened because of a top man in Middlesbrough. And interesting aside, it was nearly remade a few years ago. It got floated as an idea. It didn't quite happen, but who they had lined up to do the rap was? Who? David Beckham. Oh, you got to hold <laughs> exactly. and give and give it at the right time. So bad it would have been good. There's only one way to beat them. A bit taller, Um, Hey, mate, genuinely, great story. You like that one? Yeah, great story. Oh, thanks, mate. Should we listen to the song? Yeah, right then. City Life on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. It's Excess Manchester. Saturday afternoon with me, Matt. This is Simon. Um, we do this every Saturday from two o'clock. Me and Simon get together and just talk about stuff that's going on in and around Greater Manchester. We do, and there's lots of it, and it's all pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good. Um, we've heard a lot of your stories since two o'clock, Simon. Too many, is that what you're saying? Well, it's just all been your <laughs> stories. It's your list of things you want to talk about. Yeah, well, I've got something I want to talk about in a minute. Love you, mate. Go on. What is I it? want to talk um, about, well, fundamentally, strawberry picking. Okay. But in particular, uh, Point and Fruit Farm. Where we do our strawberry picking. Why? Because there's been uh, something's happened which has left me a little bit bewildered. Okay. Uh, And I'd like, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about it in a minute. I mean, I'd love you to share it with me. I think you're going to be gripped. (laughs) Let's find out, shall we? There'll be some gripping. Okay. Maybe some cupping. Don't grip me. All right, mate. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Uh, moving on, Excess Manchester, Saturday afternoon. I'm Matt, this is Simon. Hello. Uh, we spent the last couple of hours uh, pretty much just listening to all the stuff that Simon wanted to talk about. <laughs> Selfishly. It's always how it goes, isn't it? Self-indulgently. Let's do yeah. all the things you want to do. But we're going to end it with you. Well, this is a big story. Um, th- mate, actually, you mm. should probably get on to some of your journalists. I'm going to I'm going to run off with my hat with press written on it and I'm going to go and ring some phones. You're going to say it's a scoop, hold the front page? Absolutely. Do people, do you say, in the, in the office... About three or four times a day, someone shouts that and there's commotion. Honestly, hold the front page? No. I've got a scoop? No, only if only if something really big comes in. We generally put the paper to bed at about... Ten half ten. So if something big breaks at nine half nine ten o'clock, yeah, you might get someone shouting, "Hold the front page!" But normally there's about three people in the office, so no one really is it. Just get me a photo of Spider Man. <laughs> exactly. Is yeah. that ever? Yeah, yeah. Old, but every day. Mate, you're making this about you again. So, Point and Fruit Farm, which I've got to say, I'm in no way in bed with them, but they are the best fruit farm in around the point, in the Pointon area. In the area. <laughs> yeah. Um, we always take the kids every year to go strawberry and raspberry picking. It sounds nice. It's a lovely way to spend a day. Then you just have too much fruit and you make a load of jam and no one eats it. And yeah, you just yeah. All the flies start gathering in the kitchen. So we were going to go this weekend, but and this is on Facebook. Point and Fruit Farm have announced this is the big story. Mm. Due to the hot weather, we are now closed. What? Any change, I will update you all. What? Says. Mate, why is a fruit oh. farm closed because of hot weather? I would, I would have thought hot weather was the best time ever to be a fruit farm, isn't it? Well, that's what I thought. Well, I mean, no one goes fruit picking in torrential rain. It's not a winter thing, is it? No, it's a summer pursuit. Well, how hot is too hot? I mean, it's not too hot to pick some strawberries, is it? 
Yes, well, that's what's happened. They've closed it. Oh. Point and Fruit Farm has been closed down because it's, it's too just, hot. We just can't do weather, can we, in this country? Any form of weather at any vague level. We just can't do it, can we? Now, I know we'll get lots of angry tweets and texts now telling us that we're idiots and people will give us the reason why it's too hot for fruit. Just any given day of our lives that happens anyway. So but um, how do you think I'd do as a journalist, mate? Because that's my big story. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the I, newsroom. I pitched that as a story. I am personally inviting you to come to our news conference this afternoon and get up and slam the table and go, I've got something that's going to blow the whole lid off I've and got then present that. I need a headline, don't I? A pun. Yeah, you need to sell it in big and then you need to not disappoint. Otherwise, you know, the editor's going to have your ass for breakfast. He most certainly is not, young man. <laughs> I think he is. Uh, Simon, thank you very much for your company. Yeah, it's been nice. Has it? Mm, I've, I like coming here and then we've got to do this, haven't we? So, yeah. uh, someone else that came into Access Manchester yesterday, yesterday to see uh, Clint Boone was Gaz Coombs. He was on Clint's show yesterday. And I was also deeply jealous of that. You need to just lighten up. I know, I do like Gus Coombs, though. he's a lovely man. This is his new one, this is Wounded Egos. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. City Life on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Binns.